Hey guys, and welcome to the latest in the Sleepy Talk podcast. Today, I'm joined with Steve, the regular, and a, a new a new face that you won't see, but you can hear. It's James. Hello. How are we doing, guys? Steve literally said hello when I said James. Like I know you did. <laughs> so, no, that that's Steve. Uh, but yeah, James. James is there. James, tell us, tell us about you. Tell you about me. Um, oh well, caught me off guard there. Um, I am a. I think the best way to describe me would be gamer, nerd, weeb. In those three words, <laughs> right there. Fair yeah. Fair enough. And what, what do you do with your your weebiness? What, what do you do uh, well, you? well, um, I have a. Uh, well, we should I say have a uh, podcast, the Sharing Gang, with a couple of good friends of mine, where we discuss anime and weeby related action. Um, I'm sure Luke will be kind enough to pop that in the description. Yeah, yeah. And who who do you do that with? Ah, well, that is uh, that guy with dreads and clockwork nerd. Right. So so Ryan's on your podcast and not on mine anymore. <laughs> I did wonder, you know, <laughs> if there might be just a little a little stabby, <laughs> just a little one somewhere. Not bitter. <laughs> nah, I'm sure we'll see Ryan again on here. He can't Absolutely. keep himself away from the mermaids, so. Um... Yeah, we'll go there. Um, so today we we don't really have um anything in particular to sort of focus on, except for the the sort of story of James. Really, um, so James has advised us that he's had he's got a couple of spooky wooky stories to talk about, and uh, yeah, should we just get straight into it? By all means, man. Yeah, by all means. Um, I would say I would say the main one. Well, no, I'll I'll start with the the lesser, I suppose, of two evils, if you will. Um, the first story was one from my mum, which was when she was working um, security at Woolworths. I can't remember when exactly this was. I think it was back in the nineties, um, possibly late eighties, early nineties, late eighties. But she was working there, and obviously it used to be a cinema, did it not, in uh, Chesterfield City Centre. And basically it burnt down um, and the manager and I believe some children were uh, trapped inside when it actually burnt down. And um, basically there was a storeroom upstairs at the very top that all staff members just refused to, to go in. So even even superiors sort of saying, need you to go and fetch this. No, it was just a downright universal. People would not go up there. And my mum started working there and she she grew up with I believe the correct term is my her dad, my granddad, was a, a verger, a grave digger, if you will. She hates when I call it that. <laughs> but he tended to the graves, basically, in the graveyard. So my mum had grown up around the spooky, if you will. The kind of kid who used to play in the graveyard, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that that kind of person. Um so she didn't really she wasn't really phased by things like that. Um, anyway, she went up into the storeroom and, um, and as she walked in, she could smell a really strong smell of cigar smoke. And apparently this, this manager of the, of the cinema used to be, um, a cigar smoker and she could really smell it. And her first instinct was just, you know, who the hell is, is smoking in here? So she's going around like, you know, checking, looking around and she can hear like, and she starts to hear like footsteps behind her. Like someone walking toward her, and um, 
anyway, she turns around and she said all, all she could see was just a pair, a pair of legs almost. Just, just essentially a pair of legs is all she could see. Just walking down this aisle toward her in these like sort of checkered trowel. Um, and just, yeah, and as it's, as it's approaching, as it's getting to her, they literally, you know, the sort of like blink and it's just gone. Yeah. Um, that situation, yeah. So that was um, that was that was quite an interesting experience for her. That, yeah, that was that was number story number one. So so that so that is um, where game is now. You say like uh, no, that is where uh, the cinema used to be, where Zanzibar um, slash Escapade is now. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It used to be there. The, the in... go on, go on. Sorry, Sue. Weren't Woolworth some that what not bit further down? That was on Vicar Lane, wasn't it? It moved yeah, yeah. when Vicar Lane ah. was built. Um, when Vicar Lane was built, they moved the site uh, down onto Vicar Lane to get higher uh, traffic per custom. Yeah, Vicar Lane used to be a, a road that the buses used to take. Yeah, like they used to turn up what goes down past Wilco's and whatnot. They used to turn up there and it used to drive down that road. Ah, um, uh, right. Cause... Yeah. I remember um, on one of the previous podcasts we had uh, we had Carl on, and um, he used to work up with uh, you know up near Game, yes, at the top level. Yeah, and he's he's got a very uh, similar um, story. Really? Yeah. So so he says there was children that were trapped underneath. I right. think it was the cinema. Yeah, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like, know up. too many details on like the kids. Yeah, um, but I had heard, yeah, as I said before, that kids were also trapped in there along with this manager who'd obviously tried to get them out. Yeah, uh, from from my recollection, I don't know whether the location is exact from where you're saying it was to where Carl said it was, but it's definitely next to game anyway, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, I could have sworn right it was. I mean, I know Woolworths did move site. I could have sworn it was Woolworths. It could have been a different place, but I know it was in that area. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was Woolworths that she worked for at the time, because I know she was security at the time. Um, yeah. But I could, I, could, I could be wrong there. Well, um, I mean, the location's roughly the same place yeah. as where Carl said it might have just yeah. been my It's a street away, essentially. Yeah. Um, over the road, if you will. Yeah, just, just in those days as well. Yeah, yeah. In, in those days, anyway, they they had cellars and coal chutes and things like that, didn't they? And there's all like a a sort of network underground. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and you had like yeah. cellars that were one wall away from each other of properties and yeah. whatnot, wouldn't they? Yeah, especially yeah, like exactly. the shambles and areas like that. Definitely. Yeah, it's just like a, a terraced house, really. Yeah, um, wall, just pretty pretty, pretty much yeah. every creepy connotation you have with an old town. That. <laughs> It's pretty, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everything like the creepy old small like living spaces with like yeah, just like you say, everything is just a wall away from it, like from something else. Yeah. Um. So Carl said that uh, when he was working in game, um, he dropped down the shutters when he was closing up, and something or somehow the shutters then started like shaking like mad. Really? And he was like, he noped out of there. He was yeah. like, no, I'm not dealing with yeah, that. that yeah. And he didn't believe anybody else that stuff happened up there because he was like really skeptical on things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that happened. And he was like, nope. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see sort of like another perspective, another story on, yeah. on that. Especially sort of like so- with such a such a time between as well. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. Um, with like occurrences in that same area, but so spaced apart. I mean, we were focusing on the children, so I, I was saying like maybe it's like a, a kid that's trying to get out. You know, when you put yeah. the shutters down and mm. their sort of like ghost or whatever is is trying to escape the flames. Yeah, you know, and is rattling the shutters to get yeah. out. But yeah. I'd again, like I, I'm. Them in. Yeah, 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 effectively, like uh, that fear response. Yeah. Um, but I, as everyone knows, I'm skeptical on things anyway. Um, I've already broached the subject with Carl to see if we can do a lock in there. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, COVID. Course, course. <laughs> keeps, keeps putting an end to all my ideas. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great at doing that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I have to say, I, I am somebody who I believe in the paranormal, very much so. You know, I'm, mm. I am, I am there. I fully believe in it, but I am, I'm not one of those people who, you know, you hear a bang, it's a ghost. Like I very much go about how can I explain this first? Yeah, you know, yeah, like definitely. like like you should, um, you know, when yeah, it comes to like paranormal investigation. Yeah, like you, you you have to know that it can that it can't be explained before you go around saying that it's something you know otherworldly, as it were. Yeah, and that's that's what I kind of hate about shows that do it because it's like, yeah. oh, there's a ghost. Like most haunted, prolific in their lies and yeah, you know, um, it's I not hard it was... for someone to wander off, is it, and throw a rock no. down a corridor and it echoes no. up. You know, it's not. It's just not difficult to pull something like it's, that off. It's not hard to edit one in either. No, like, <laughs> no. Um, but no. Uh, now there, there was a there was a show. I'll I have to find it and put it in the description. But there was two guys who. There was one who was terrified of everything and one who was skeptical as hell. Yeah. And they used to go and do um, sort of like ghost hunting things and try and mock other sort of ghost hunters. Right. Um, okay. And the amount of things that they debunked was incredible. Really? Like, yeah, there was a the really creepiest, the creepiest thing ever. Like uh, a shutter was blowing back and forth in this abandoned prison. And it was making like a really eerie sound off in the distance. Yeah. And they were like convinced. They were like, no, there's definitely something here. But they went towards it, found out that, oh, right, okay. There's a, uh, there's the culprit. Tucked in behind somewhere. And they were like, there's the culprit, right? We've closed that. No more sound. Okay, then let's go. But it it just goes to show that even like the most skeptical people put into a specific environment can panic like hell. Oh, yeah. Think... It changed their whole ethos on life. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? You're already, as soon as, you know, as soon as you put someone in the darkness, you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. Because of the the primal fear of the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're afraid of the dark, you know, being afraid of the dark or you're not, you are to a level. Everybody is. Because yeah, it's fear of the unknown. So. You know, you can't you can't see, therefore you're afraid of even if it's afraid of stubbing your toe, you're still afraid, you know. And then that that fear is there, and I think it definitely as soon as you're put into uh, you know, a, a spooky setting, you know, like you hear any noise in an abandoned asylum at night, you're gonna have a bad time. Because you're <laughs> in a location that's synonymous with having a bad time. And it's been so Hollywood dramatized that it's almost just instilled in you and it's it's yeah. impossible to escape especially in in our generation now 
Yeah, it's definitely finding the difference between a learned behavior and a primal sort of instinct. Yeah. Um, because we, we are force-fed horror. Like, our generation especially is we've grown up on some really, really good horror films. Yeah, That's absolutely. Really good. Yeah. And now they're starting to become comedy horrors. Yeah. So maybe yes. the next generation is just going to find dark spaces funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying, like, though, yeah. But it's just like, like, you know, terrified. this is hilarious rather than, you know, when I was growing up, I remember, you know, I mean, the the first film that ever really, like, you know, crippled my psyche was was The Ring. Yeah. You've got The Ring, oh. Exorcist. You know, that, um, that destroyed trials. me, that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it's funny because, uh, you know, I was, I was never scared of a TV, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny, really. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was never I never stayed away from the TV. Like, I've never watched the TV since. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, but but it's that's the thing. Are we conditioned to fear it? Is it yeah. primal? It's finding the balance between the two. So it'd be interesting to see sort of like the next generation on this sort of thing because I think I think we potentially might be sort of like the last generation that's kind of on the fence. Potentially, um. Because I, I look at, like, uh, my grandparents, their grandparents, blah, 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 and, and listen to stories from them. Everything was yeah. spooky, unknown. Um, you can see it with uh, ghost hunting programs now as well, is back in the day, anything was a ghost. Yeah. As we've sort yeah. of evolved and have more technology and things like that, I, I know I've just slated it before, but I'm only going off, like, most haunted was... 10 years ago 15 years ago yeah long time Com- ago now completely different to what ghost hunting things are now oh ah, yeah um, because because everybody thinks it's ridiculous everybody's sort of like well no nah, that's not real that's just someone doing this yeah you know, i think we, it's definitely be- tipped into that favor hasn't it of people yeah. disbelieving than believing i think it definitely has yeah and it'd be interesting to see sort of like uh, another generation's perspective on it um because, like I said, I think we're sort of one of the last generations on the fence. Yeah. Like, we're sceptical. We kind of believe, but we don't. We want to find the answers, but yeah, we're kind of scared of doing it as well. Yeah, because when, but- when you know, you know. You can't take it back. Yeah. This is the thing, yeah. But I tell you what makes me laugh, though, is especially, like, just on the, on the subject of, obviously, like, horror, as we're speaking about now, I find it funny that so, so fewer people now believe in the supernatural yet find supernatural horror films the most terrifying mm-hmm. whereas very few people find slasher horror films terrifying and that's way more likely to be real yeah it's way yeah. more likely for someone to stick a mask on grab a knife out the kitchen and go around hacking and slashing than it is for some demon to possess your missus and start crawling on the roof like do you know what I mean? But like, that's way scarier. <laughs> yeah, but it's fear of the unknown, isn't it? Yeah, that's absolutely. It. I mean, w- without being like, uh, I can't even think of the word now, but without being this, um, it's far more realistic and common and we're very much more desensitized to like serial killers and, and yeah. death. And I mean, for example, I know it's completely off topic, but... Um, you know the uh, sort of uh, Africa adverts, you know NSP, not NSPCC. You know what I mean? The, yeah, uh, comic yeah, relief the, stuff the and things like that. Yeah, 
Is it Oxfam? Yeah, they they show yeah. they show videos of dying children, and at first when that came out, everyone was like, "Oh my god, we need horrified." To yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, yeah. thirty to forty years later, we're desensitized to it because we see it. Yeah, every and you've day. seen it for so many years; it's become the norm, hasn't it? Yeah, it's as, like as well, horrible as that is. Yeah, clearly something's not working. Like, yeah, there's no point me donating anymore because nothing gets fixed. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like serial killers and things like that are terror attacks. I think we desensitized to that. Like France, to France ex- got attacked to, yeah, to an like two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean we we had one day of like news on it. Macron then came out and said will not let the terrorists win. What have we heard since? I won't lie to you. I literally heard about that yesterday. There you go. I read read one thing. I, did, I didn't even know it. Yeah, I literally didn't. Oh, when did it happen? Today? No, no, it was no, like two weeks, weeks ago. Week. A week, two weeks oh, ago. Oh, I thought, I thought you said you read about it uh, today. Like no, it, no. After it happened, I thought you said Steve. Um, yeah, no, no, it was no, literally no, I, yesterday. Was like a few days after. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And it was literally, yeah. for me, it was yesterday. I heard nothing about it. I saw nothing about it. Yeah. Nothing and that's saw. what I mean. We we kind of... I don't know whether that's because there's been a lot going off. Obviously, you've got the presidential election. We've had um, COVID, lockdown, you know. I don't know whether it's because this news is more important than that. But for, for me, I, I genuinely don't think that um, we're sensitive to terror attacks. As as bad as we were back on like nine eleven, yeah, and seven seven, because that was a horrifying day. Oh, it were, but I think also it's trying to not cover it as much to give them not as much um... power. Oh, yeah, yeah. By, but by has the media it... ever thought about doing that? They don't normally, but this is That's France's I mean. media, not our media, not America's media. Yeah, but all media to still talk it. about it. To a point, depending on how much France lets it get out. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I, I get what you're saying. I agree with you that that's how it should be handled. I'm not sure that's how it was handled, though. But I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, we, we're trying to make it... Um, well, we're not trying to make them infamous on things. That's but it. I think that... You know, the the horse has bolted on that one. We've been talking about them since 9-11. Yeah. And that this is what it. I mean about desensitization. We we kind of, as much as it doesn't happen as often as it used to do, to, to our knowledge. Um, <laughs> to us, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of like, we already know about it. We know the threat's there. And every time I see, like, uh, in the news that our threat level's gone from severe to imminent, and then back down to severe, and then back to imminent. It yeah. is what it is. Like, it's an awful thing to, to happen, but I think we're kind of just moving on with our lives about it and not being terrified of going out the front door. And then COVID comes, and then we're terrified to go out the front door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now, yeah, now yeah. people don't care about COVID. They don't. No. They're sick. No, we and, don't. Well, there are obviously some people that care about it, but uh, the majority... I believe, are sick and tired of being told what to do, told when they can go out, when they can't go out, told they can't go to the pub anymore. They do, they can't go to work, but they have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You can, you can't, you can, you can't. Huge tangent right now, but 
<laughs> it do all ties do in. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, I think we've been desensitized to a lot of things. Um, and it'd been interesting to see how the next generation takes it because we started on the fence with things. It's going to take a lot to I, shock with, the kids with, with of today. Genera- yeah, with next generation, I'm sort of seeing it now with my kids. But stuff mm. when I were back their age, like they're watching now, I wouldn't sleep for days. These watch it, and then we're talking about it, and they're fine. It's like it's yeah. never happened. But for me, back then, I wouldn't have slept. My, my it's mom, physically, yeah, my, I say my mum physically won't let me do it because I'd watch stuff, and then I'd have nightmares for months. Now, even even not, my my youngest, she's five. Yeah, not bothered about it. Yeah, she watched Attack on Titan, didn't she? Yeah, she loved it. That's crazy. Ta- 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 and even now, as a grown man, I will never get that that Titan's face out of my mind. Yeah, the big from grin. episode one, who, who eats his mum. Do you know what I mean? I will never yeah. get that. Yeah, I can yeah. see it now. I'll never get that image. Like not in a way that it like it haunts me, but I will because it's so horrible. It's the smile. I'll never get that image out of my mind. It'll never go away. Yeah. Such powerful imagery. I've got to hand it to the author. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I've got to hand it to him. That stays with you. Yes, it does. Just you saying it now. Exactly, yeah, you can see it, can't you? Yeah, I can. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. straight away it's it's, the smile. But um, it's just, it'd be interesting to see when we actually get out of lockdown, Mm. when we actually do our ghost adventure style thing. I think I'm going to call it the spooky wookies or something like that. (laughs) Um, But it'd be interesting to see if we're ever put in a position where there is meant to be an element of fear, whether we do fight or flight. Well, there is one place that I absolutely 100% want to go. Um, I'll I'll hold my hand up. I apologise. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But my, sister, but my sister stayed there. Um, it's up in the um, up in the Lake District. Mm-hmm. It's a very old place, um, and she stayed there. And my she's very much a believer. Um, my brother-in-law wasn't so much. You know, he, he didn't really he didn't really care for it until he stayed there. Oh, and now he's very okay. much a believer. Um, yeah, That's now he's very out. much a believer. Yeah, I have to find out for us, and then hopefully... Uh, I'll get the name for you. I will get the name for you. I will let you know um, as soon as possible. Uh, Remind me if I don't, because I'm terrible. (laughs) Horrific. You know this already. Um, But, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I will... uh, (laughs) You know this. uh, But, yeah, remind me, and I'll get it. I'll get it for you, the name, because I really do definitely want to stay a night up there. It's supposed to be horrific. It's supposed to be awful. Genuinely. Yeah, um, it'd be good to lock really? Steve That's in that what room. We want. Yeah, because this is the thing yeah, I, I, I'm, I want. I'm already, like... scared about, I'm already scared of tunnels. Let's get me scared of something else. <laughs> yeah, let's get you scared of, scared of bedrooms, you know? Why not? <laughs> yeah, why no not? No more exactly. podcasting for me, then. <laughs> yeah, this is it now. you have to sit outside all the time. <laughs> yeah. I can't go in. I can't go indoors. No. I'm, where are you, Steve? I'm in car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Trump Yeah, no, I, I do... I do really want to um, stay somewhere that's supposed to be, you know, legitimately haunted. New, you know, numerous accounts of different people, no connection between them, you know, real legit stuff. I really, really do. It's one of the things that I've always been terrified to do. 
but I feel it's one of those things that I absolutely have to do because I need the answers. Yeah, and well, we're we're gonna we're gonna be going to that tunnel uh, that Steve's on about. Oh yes, where is this? We're gonna... Go on, Steve. Near me, uh, Killamash. Do I know about this tunnel? I might have heard of it because I do mm-hmm. have a friend. I do have a friend, a very good friend, who lives in Killamash. Do you know it's what's a, incredible? It's a local one. What What's really I'll incredible is is uh, James has joined the podcast, right? And he hasn't listened to the podcast where we talk about the tunnel. <laughs> I have not. I do apologise. I have not. No, I have not. No, but I have subscribed. No, no, whereas you have not. So let's. It swings in roundabouts. So let's not so get subscribed to what my channel. I subscribe to Sharing Gang. Oh, right. there you go, you see. So let's. I don't so, have two separate so it swings accounts. and roundabouts. It's all I don't good. have two it's, separate accounts, that's all I'm saying. It's it's all good, mate. <laughs> greedy. Do you know what I mean? Greedy. Why Shy have the one to me. <laughs> when, when you can have the two. That's not my department, that. That's not swings my and department. Swings well, and not, roundabouts. We're not going to get bogged down. Right? We're all friends here. We're not going to get bogged down. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we've, uh, I think we, we've uh, bled that stone dry. Um <laughs> <laughs> So um yeah you've you've got a uh, you've got another story so I've heard through the grapevine Yes I have yeah this is this was um my my favorite one if you will that I was told Is it the definitely, banger Definitely by my parents yeah it was one that was one that my dad told me um Ooh. and it's it's definitely it's a personal experience from him you know so it wasn't like a a friend of a friend of a friend situation it was it was first hand happened to him and his mate now, very close to where I grew up, which is a little a little hamlet on the outskirts of Chesterfield, um, there is a place that connects to it called Old Brampton. Now, Old Brampton is renowned for having numerous haunted places, um, like the the little church that's there, um, Old Brampton Hall, which is directly across from it. That is supposed to be. Uh, I mean, this church is so old that it had um, one of the... Tu- well, has technically one of the tunnels that the um, priests used to escape from when they were getting hunted. We're talking that's how old it is. Um, and basically, next to that, there is... Or it used to be... It's a property now. But there used to be a, a pub called the Georgian Dragon. And that had been there for years and years and years. And way back, my... Um, my dad was doing a bit of uh, like repair work for him. Him and his mate, they were doing uh, like I said, they were doing re- just general repairs all over the place, um, like up in the up in the loft slash attic, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, um, right down into the cellar. They're all over the place. Anyway, so my dad's working away, and he, um, you know, you got your tools down by your side as you do your work, and he reaches down for what he's been using, like a screwdriver or a spanner. So it's not important, but you know. What I mean? It's got a tool next to it. And he reaches down and it's it's gone. And straight away he's like, oh ah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's he's mate, he's messing about, he's he's having a laugh, he's he's robbed off with it. So he's like, right. So he goes out to find him, his mate's at the van, he's just like, come on then, let's be having you. And he's like, I, I don't know what you're on about, Keith. Like, I've, you know, I've not I've not had it. And he's like, come on, you know, let's let's not mess about. Come on, we want to crack on, let's let's be having you. Um, and he's like, honestly, Keith, I've, I've not touched it. Anyway, my dad's not having it. He doesn't believe him, but he's just like, right, fine, whatever. He grabs a, you know, grabs another, in he goes, right? Um, anyways, so he's, he's, he's working away, 
Go, goes again, again, reaches down. It's not there. And this is like, <laughs> he's, my dad didn't have the longest fuse. Do you know what I mean? So he's just like, right. So he goes and finds him and he's just like, would you pack it in? Do you know what I mean? Like, give, it, give me my tools back. And he's just like, Keith, I've not touched any of your tools. Anyway, some of, bits and bobs that they've been lying around, as I say, not only next to where my dad had been working, but when they'd like pop something down, maybe on the bar or something like that, things just kept disappearing. Um, so they, they're looking all over, like they, they, they can't find it. They go up into the final place to check is like up in the loft, up in the attic. So, you know, he gets on the ladder, he goes up into the loft. There's no lights or anything because the, the power's down. So he's got his, he's got his torch and he's shining it around. And basically he said to me, and there's, there's certain things, whether, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's one of those, it's, it is what it is, but. There's certain things when somebody tells you and you can see like that that look in their eye. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, he shines the torch around and the, all the tools that had been missing, probably about eight or ten different things in total, were just laid out on the floor and across. And he basically, they were just like, nope, both of them. Just both of them looked at, up into the loft. They're both there together, shine it round. They both see it, look at each other, gone. Straight in the van, away you go. <laughs> and he was like, nope. and he said, that is one of the most scared I've ever been in my life. It's weird how it were across. But then again, you, you mentioned like priests and stuff, didn't you, getting chased down to But the thing is, yeah, as, as, the, as the perspective was, I, I can't say it was an upside down cross because perspective yeah yeah but it was a cross so depending on do you know what i mean it was one of those things it's it is what it is it, i'm not saying it was upside down i'm not saying it was right that's that's what he told me and he had that he had that look about him that was definitely not you know and he and he told me that story and you know i asked him about him yeah you know, asked I, here and there i'd sort of you know it'd be brought up and never once did he be like oh yeah i had your phrases with that one you know yeah, yeah. Nothing like that. It was just, yeah, no, he stuck to, he stuck to his guns on that one all the way through. So I was just like, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's, it's just weird. Um, it's weird how, like, certain people experience things. Like, yeah. it is proper weird how um, there's a lot of people experience something, but not a lot gets said anymore. Yeah. You know, um, so I imagine that story's probably never left your family or close friends. No, not really. No, I mean, there's been, there's definitely been like friends I've told it to, but no. I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, my dad told me. Yeah, and like there was obviously, you know, me, me mum, my sister, that kind of thing. They were there, but I, I never he- heard him like, you know, tell it round the table, as it were, to to people. It wasn't just a, oh, here, get this. It wasn't one of those stories. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and that's where like the credibility lies for me like i i believe that people experience something whether yeah. i believe that it is a, a spooky occurrence yeah or not i believe that those people believe it and it, it always goes to sort of show when yeah so if, if that story has never been like broadcasted out i don't know whether it's because of a social stigma surrounding things like that like i know for me personally when it came to creating this podcast and and sort of like talking about my experiences and things like that and getting my mum on, there was still hesitancy from myself to do it. 
Yeah. Um, there still is now. Um, I just enjoy doing it, and I'm like, yeah. Screw everyone else. I'm gonna. Look, I, I love it as well, man. Like, I do. Like, I love. I love the spooky stuff. Look, like even the stories I've told, like you know, from my mum, from my dad, they were told to me. I've passed them on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying for people to listen, and it's like you must believe that. Look, you might listen to it and be like, behave, but it is what it is. It's a story. It was told to me, um, in you know, as as truth. It was from I, both of my parents, who I trust implicitly. Um, yeah, yeah. And and that it is what it is, you know. It's one of those things. I mean, I have not. I mean, I've, I have personally experienced a couple of things. Um, oh, go on then. <laughs> like, well, I mean, my my two main ones that I can that I can tell you one hundred percent. The first one that I'll tell you is all I can say to you is from from me to you, hand on heart. Th- this is what I saw. What I'm going to tell you, I saw it. Like that. That's it. And, yeah. I've, and I've always like said to people, I have never cared who does or does not believe me. I saw what I saw, and I'm happy with that knowledge. But it was when, funnily enough, it was Old Brampton again, right? Me and me and an old friend of mine, we used to, because of where I grew up again, it was like legitimately an hour's walk down to the closest shop. So we would make a habit of basically, you know, as you do, we just have a, a long chat. We'd just walk down, chat all the way, grab some snacks, chat all the way back. It was just became a bit of a tradition of ours. You know, we did it one day for a laugh. Let's see if we can walk it. It became a bit of a tradition. Anyway, on this particular time, we were walking back. Um, we, we were coming back up, and I don't, I don't remember the details. This was like of what we were talking about or anything like that. This was back when I was like in my in my teens. I must have been about, I don't know, 13, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. And we're walking um back up our Brampton. We're outside the um the churchyard. We're we're literally walking up. Like so we've gone past the Georgian Dragon. We're walking up past um like the wall, which is like raised up at the side of you. You know, you go past like the, the little entryway in, which goes up some steps. Walking like sort of, you know, down the wall. Anyway. We ended up like laughing and joking about something. We ended up running. I can't, I can't remember why. We were messing around and we, we're running like up the road. And I forever, ever since I was young, I've always, when I'm walking, I always have to periodically take a glance behind me. Yeah. I always do. That was something that was like built in. You know, I grew up having incessant night terrors, a crippling fear of the dark. You know, I had a rough time of it when I was young. So that, like, ingrained into me that. I always check behind me. Anyway, I'm running, laughing. Hey, we're having a good time. We're laughing, pissing about. I'm running. I turn around, and there is someone sprinting at me. Sprinting at me. And I, like, see them, like, all greyed out. Like, like, that's all I can genuinely tell you. Just, like, just, like, grey. But I could see... Like, you know, all the limbs, not just like, oh, it was a shadow coming. No, no, like someone was sprinting, looking dead at me, sprinting toward me. And I just went, you know, you go into overdrive, like you see on cartoons where legs go around in a circle and they just pull away and body goes behind. It was literally like that. And I bombed past my mate, turned around again as he's laughing. He doesn't know what's going on. He's, He's no idea, you know. 
I just started, left him for dead. <laughs> started like absolutely went boomed <laughs> past him. Turned round as I'd just gone past him. Nothing, nothing there. Jeez. Um, that that put it right up me lap. Honestly, I bet it did. Um, so, so yeah, two experiences you had an around that spike, didn't you? Oh, aye, big yeah, time! You like had a massive adrenaline immediate, spike. Luke. Like I've, I've, there's very few times in my life where it's like injected the adrenaline that fast. Like we're talking from from zero to hundred. You know, like yeah. I'm absolutely fine. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, a light run. I turn around and it is just hundred meter sprint. You know, it was yeah. I've, ne- I've definitely never like kicked it into overdrive so fast. Like that put that instant fear and like the the fight or flight. I didn't even have time to think of either. It was flight immediately. There was no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? There was no back and forth. Yeah, it was yeah. Just get out of there. Yeah, it was St. James. <laughs> <Just> boom. <gone. laughs> get out of there. Yeah. Seriously. Nine point yeah. eight seven seconds flat. <laughs> but no, no, no. I get it. So, so clearly, like, <clears throat> if you. If you experience fight or flight, then that's that's a primal thing, you know. That, that is that's, instantaneous. Yeah, yeah and, there's, and no, it there's is, no thinking like, about that. Oh, it, you you're either literally doing one thing or the other. You're either gonna leg yeah. it, or you're gonna run at it. Yeah. Or you're gonna stand there and piss yourself. Yeah, or just freeze in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah, be honest, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious what I would have done if I hadn't have already been running. I think the momentum is what made that happen. To be mm. honest. I think the momentum is what gave me the ability to like pick it up. And I tell you what, it's impressive how much faster you can go. I tell you what, seriously. Like yeah, yeah, when no. when you don't even like when you don't know but your brain knows that life's on the line as far as it's concerned. Wow, yeah, yeah. do you knock it up a peg? Cuz you just feel it, don't you? You feel it in your stomach. It's like yeah. a it's like a bit of yeah. a butterfly feeling, but all of a sudden you feel vitalized. Adrenaline for me goes straight into my hands first. My hands start shaking. Yeah, like it goes straight in. Before I pretty much feel it anywhere else, my hands start trembling straight away. Yeah. Mine's my stomach like everything else. Yeah, yeah, my hands start (laughs) like shaking. (laughs) Into the stomach like everything else. (laughs) Everything goes into my stomach, mate. Especially since lockdown. Especially since lockdown. I must have put on like two and a half stone. It's, It's killing me. <laughs> Man, you gotta got get, so get that. You gotta get that. That optional one walk a day in, mate. <laughs> I've, I've got to get that optional. That government authorized walk. You've got to get it in. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, these no. ghost Try and get a bit of exercise in. Yeah. Yeah. If we yeah, go to the something. really scary places, you get to run away. <laughs> ah, exactly. ah, no, I'll, I'll run at it. I know <laughs> what I'm like. I'll run straight at it. I'm gonna straight be like in. possessed. Either way, you're running. It's a good news. Yeah. 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 Too right. Yeah. Agreed. Either way you win it. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, no, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what you do then. If that's your response to something like that, it'd be interesting to see what you do if we ever did a see like I'm a ghost walk. I do have that. You know how you say it's funny really, because how you were saying before, Steve, that obviously, you know, you you just do. You don't think, you just do. I yep. think I, I definitely agree with that hundred percent. I think there are times where you don't, and I think the the times when you freeze, for instance, that's when you like you're locked. You, you, your brain hasn't decided whether to like fight or fly. You literally lock in. You don't you don't move anywhere. You just, just but, staring but at when, it. But when Do you know what I mean? When you, um, when you are locked, your brain. Even you, not subconsciously, you trying to think what to do. You can't do anything. 
until no, it clicks. No. And and then, yeah. then it what once it clicks, that's it. And then you're into but it. He, but I mean yeah, yeah. depending on what I saw, I think depending on what I saw, say t- you know, take for example hypothetical situation. We're stood in a corridor and something starts walking toward us. I w- I am not the kind of person who would just go, nope, and just bolt. Like I can hear something coming, I'm bolting. I need to lock my eyes on it first. I need yeah, to yeah. see what I'm dealing with. And if it's looking a bit spicy, I'm out. But if it's looking like, oh, you know, like it sounds weird, but it's that typical thing. Depending on what it was, what it looked like, what we were dealing with, I think that would genuinely depend on my res- on my response to it. Well, it's it's almost like, um, and I'm probably looking too deeply into it, but I'm kind of referencing it off fight or flight when you're actually in a fighting situation. Yeah. So it's almost like your brain quickly assessed what was happening like instantaneously calculated and was like you need this amount of energy to yeah. get out of this situation like the depth perception and whatnot you were like it's this far away it's coming at me at x amount of speed yeah it was catching yeah it was coming you, at me. you need yeah you need this much energy to to get you away yeah. and like it does that in like probably calculations that we'll never be able to work out or fathom but it, it gave you an adrenaline dump in that. Yes. From what you've said, it wasn't just an adrenaline rush. It was a dump. Oh, full. Like it literally flooded you full of adrenaline. I bet you had some right cramp that evening. Yeah. Like. To be, it's not something that I really like remember. And I mean, I, I used to be like pretty, well, yeah, I suppose I used to be pretty athletic. You know, I'd spend all my time outside and this, that and the other. And as I got older, I did, I did a lot of um, long distance running. So... I was already like, I didn't have a problem. I was the kind of person who could just burst into a sprint and I wasn't dying afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, a bit heavy breathing, yeah, yeah. but I'm not keeled over, that kind of thing. So I, I was all, I, I was already sort of prepared for a situation like that, if you know what I mean, like without the, uh, without the adrenaline. But with the adrenaline, it really did like, yeah, get me to pick up the pace, definitely. I don't think yeah. I've ever run so fast. Maybe the ghost just wanted to race you, see how fast you were. Maybe, and I won. Right, yeah. I wanted to know. Like, he's locking on to you. He's like, I need to overtake this guy, and then I can go to the other side. And you just, <laughs> when, like, when you, when you away, turned around, like, no. he could have gone past you. That's it. You never yeah. knew you lost. <laughs> no, true, true. But in my mind, I won. In my, yeah. in my mind, I beat a ghost in a race, right? Winning. <laughs> Only got one gear. Go. So, with yeah. it, did, yeah. you, did you ever tell your mate about that? Like you were I told him there. I told him there and then. There and what was then. His, yeah, what, what was his reaction though? Because he saw the look on my face. Because it was that legitimate, like whited out, like it had sort of like whited my face out. And as he's like laughing, and he sort of saw me, he sort of you know that quickly came, and he's like, "What? What's up? What's up?" And I, I told him. I told him the situation, and he it was that sort of typical. He didn't, you know, he he did not turn around, and he was like behave or anything like that. There was nothing. He like, you know, he he, he took it as I told it to him, um, and it like sort of crept it, uh, like you know, creeped him out, and we were like, let's get the hell out of here. Um, but he, then he, he took you, took my word for it, as it were, <laughs> and we just, I mean, there was nothing there, so we just sort of carried on walking. You know, we just we just carried on walking at that point, so there was nothing there, but. No, he he took it from me at face value, and yeah, we just we just carried on going. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like spooky, spooky, spooky. Mm. It would creep me out, like a hundred percent. Even if like um, it was just a childhood imagination or whatever, that that would terrify me. 
Yeah. If I seen someone just like sprinting after me with, yeah. the, from the way you described it, it looked like they were giving you the dead eye. Yeah, just, 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 just not even, you know, just literally just a resting face, just a blank expression. Where someone has just got that yeah. blank expression, there's no emotion on it. Do you know what I mean? They're not, they're not happy, they're not angry, they're not sad or anything like that. It's just a resting, just blank face, but eyes locked into mine. That was that was like all I can all I can tell you. Just yeah, that, eyes that locked had, on. That had creeped me out. Um, I, I'd be interested to see um, what what I would do if that ever happened on one of our sort of ghost adventure things that we're never gonna do because um, lockdown's never going to end. But, um, no, I'd be interested to see what, what I would do in that situation. Um, I kind of come across as like, oh, I'm fine. But you don't know until you know. Of course. Absolutely. Um, I know with... Go on, Steve. No, no, you're fine. Go on. I was going to say, I, I mean, I've been in, like, not real-time situations, but obviously what we talked about on like uh, the the last podcast and the podcast before, where I had something happen to me without my knowledge, but I had it on record, and I was terrified after that. But I don't really? know if it was the the element that I wasn't aware that it was happening. And it was more right than there. I was. Yeah, more than yeah. I would have been if I was there. So I don't know, you know, the the situation on that what what I would have done if I had noticed it. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I think it's a similar feeling that you'd probably get if you found a photo of yourself taken like through your front window by someone you don't know. Exactly, yeah. Do, do you know like, what I'm saying? That feeling of being watched, yeah. it's a complete invasion of privacy. You feel yeah. scrutinised and vulnerable. Like, it sounds daft, but it's true. It is literally like someone's done something to you without your prior knowledge. Yeah, you've been without, violated, without, haven't you, in a way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's the easiest way to sort of describe it. You, yeah, yeah, that creep me, it. especially on like a recording. That I think that definitely get me. But I mean, yeah, there'll always I'll be show that you after. fear. Please do, yeah. um, please do. I think uh, there will always there'll always be a bit of that fear, though. I think instilled because, uh, as I say, because I suffered so badly with night terrors as a kid, it like it traumatized my child's brain. I mean, it's so easy for it to happen. You know, it's it's so easy to be traumatized by simple things. You know, yeah, yeah. Like as a kid, it's just so easy. It's like every, every kid on earth gets traumatized by something, whether they even know it or not. Except for Steve's kids. Um, yeah, except for Steve's yeah. kids. Yeah, they're absolute beast <laughs> it's mode. Just, it's um, not just my kids; it's it's this generation in general. Yeah, like they definitely, they, definitely they, are. They're they brought but, up with it. Look, but for me, it definitely like. Yeah, it definitely oh. stuck in. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's definitely just locked in, you know, and it, it was one of those things that, even though, don't worry, it's not like I'm scared of the dark or anything now, but I never lost that wild imagination from being a kid. It never went away, mm. um, which, you know, enjoys working against me, definitely. But sorry, Steve. Apologies for uh, cutting you off. No, no, it's fine. I say, what I was going to say is the um, yeah, so anyway. films and things like <laughs> that, there's no wonder kids... Are used to it, whereas before yeah. it used to be when 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 we well um, when I was younger before like the uh, newer sort of films like nineties films came out, I used to get shown the older scary films and it was like yeah. the stop motion stuff. None of that was actually scary, and then it all started getting like the CGI's got better. You look at some of the films now, and it's like it's happened in real life, like someone's yeah. physically yeah. recorded that. There's yeah, no it wonder kids watching kids watching that all the time, that sort of stuff, 
we're going to get desensitized. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. What was the what Absolutely. was the remake of that film? Is it? We had Ash as the main character. Oh, like, um, Evil Dead. Back, Evil Dead, right? So you know yeah. the remake of that. Yeah, I enjoyed there's that. One, yeah. There's one scene in that that absolutely creeped me out. You know where they're down in the cellar and it's all flooded. Yeah. And the the ghost, whatever it is, f- sort of like floats across the water, but really quickly at them. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that, but that just freaked me the hell out. That yeah. that was the scariest part of that film. I, I could take all the other stuff, but just that being was in the, the cellar. Got, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know whether it's because obviously if I was in water, I wouldn't be able to move that quick. But the fact that it just floats through the water mm. at the speed that it went and the, the fear that I'd got off that was like a spine chilling. Yeah. I and think... I, I'm not one to be scared. Like I'm not one to be scared of like horror films and things like that. Um But I think but everyone's that... got that that one little thing though. Yeah. That's always gonna get you. Mine's the um you know the the, the Japanese style of where they move all jagged. Yeah, yeah. All distorted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where yeah, they're moving, yeah. but it's in like super quick, sharp movement. That that's mine. Uh, Something's coming down the corridor like that. Yeah, that's 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 mine, definitely. Yeah, just abnormal movement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Bones cracking and yeah, that kind of thing where it's yeah. all just twisting around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that puppets. that kind of thing gets me. Yeah, absolutely. That that ragdoll in. It's horrible that. Yeah. Um. So you've got. You said you got one more story. Uh, you said no, you had told two. you that. Told you that. No, the other one, it wasn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily a story, no. Um, it wasn't necessarily a story. It was just general experiences I had when I used to work. Um, I worked for about four years at the uh, the Fox and Goose. But, oh, um, I know the Fox and Goose. Well, the Fox and Goose is at the top of Old Brampton, as you all know yeah. then. You drive up through yeah. Old Brampton to get to the Fox and Goose. Well, you know um, that tiny little hamlet next to it, Wadshelf? Well, that's where I grew up. That tiny yeah. little hamlet there and that little school on the corner, that's where I went to primary school. Well, I right, grew up yeah, pretty yeah. much there, and I worked at the Fox and Goose, right? And the Fox and Goose is wildly haunted. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, that that's one that I I will argue down to the ground with anybody over the fact that it absolutely is. When you when you worked there as long as I did, and you did Sunday nights, and you were the only person in the building for hours on end. Yeah. Let Let me tell you, I'm glad they had a sound system. I wouldn't have done it if they didn't. I couldn't handle it. It was horrible. It was awful. Like, as soon as everybody had gone as well. So you got to a point where it quietened down, like, especially coming up to winter. So you'd go, like, an hour or two before someone had even come in. You just stood about, pretty much, behind the bar. You know, everything's clean. You just sort of stood around. You're not really doing much. Um, And you've got time just to sort of think. Um... And yeah, that like I say, I used to I used to turn the turn the music up all the time because I constantly hear people running around upstairs. Building's empty. I can hear footsteps running around upstairs. I used to hear people coming down the stairs at the side of the bar, right to the door that had come into the uh, into the bar, and it stopped. Oh, um, I hated it. It was awful. It really did unnerve me badly. That place is not. I never had anything nasty happen to me. Yeah, yeah. But it, I did not enjoy it. I really didn't like, enjoy it. Playful pitter-patter. Yeah, the, the last thing to go off was genuinely music. Like, we're talking, I would hit the alarm, walk past, turn the music off, straight out the door, lock it, I'm gone. 
Yeah, yeah. The last thing that'd go off because I used to I used to turn the music off, then do all like the uh, you know like cashing up and whatnot with the money. Now I couldn't I couldn't handle it. I did that once. I couldn't do it again. Because <laughs> well, like me say, and Steve wow. um, watched a uh, we did a reaction on one of these podcasts. You, you'll have to watch it because there is a exactly stare what I was thinking about. The, there is a stare moment in this reaction. Um, in this actual video of this guy that's being haunted, yeah, and it, like Steve got got pretty scared at like this shadow moving across, and like waking this guy up with a growl. Yeah, the stare thing was the thing that absolutely like freaked me the hell out watching it. Just Ooh, being yeah, sat definitely watching it was just yeah. So um, yeah, you've got a lot of pad podcast to catch up on so. i do i do and i will, <laughs> I'll, I will yeah, I'll give you some links to, to no, you to guys you guys have been good enough to have me on i will absolutely put the time in definitely be a pleasure be a pleasure now we appreciate you joining uh hopefully you'll be on for some some more yeah if you'll have me definitely man yeah we've got a few topics i've got somebody that's giving me ideas now on stuff that he'd like to listen to so excellent uh, i also that's want good. in the comments as well and from you guys some stuff that you want to talk about and I think we'll wrap that up there. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, thanks, James and Steve, for, for joining. Anything you want to plug? Steve? Steve, don't plug Bit anything. of Ryan's E-Joyce. 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 at the same time. <laughs> Dreads Mangu. Yeah, Dreads Mangu. Mangu. Got to. Got to. Got to love it. Got to love it. Uh, for me personally, yeah, guys, uh, Monday to Friday... You can catch me on Twitch uh, at Partisan Turbine sixty four. Like I say, Monday to Friday, every day, um, and on Twitter, Facebook, PT sixty four gaming. Because uh, the schedule's a bit up in the air at the moment with people working from home, rinsing the bandwidth. So <laughs> the schedule's a little bit up in the air. But yeah, post uh, post all schedule and stuff on my Facebook and Twitter. And yeah, like I say, you can catch me on there. Yeah, no worries. Links to them will be in the description. As per, Steve only plugs my stuff, so thanks, Steve. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, take care. Bye. <laughs>